Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Vincent Collectors Podcast. I'm John Biggs, and I'm joined by Adam Katz, our resident... Uh, what would you call yourself, Adam? You're like our collections guru, right? Uh, I don't know that I'd call myself a guru, but I'll, I'll take it. So uh, this is a this is the first episode of the podcast. This is our, our goal here is to talk about cool new collectibles uh, that can include anything from uh, baseball cards to sports memorabilia to video games to NFTs. Uh, and Adam is the uh, Adam. You're the uh, you're the Dr. Drew, and I'm the Adam Carolla of this whole situation because I know very little about this and you're going to educate me and the audience about uh what we should be looking at when it comes to uh collectibles so so what do we got going on uh this week so this last weekend we had two really big auctions uh of sports cards and sports memorabilia we had an auction at golden which was a, a huge i mean it's a huge auction house and they get in enormous sales and uh, at that auction there were two different cards that went for over $2 million and broke some records. There was a, a Tom Brady card uh, and a LeBron James card. And then there was also the PWCC auction, um, which is also a major auction house. And they sold the exact same Tom Brady card in the same grade and everything for uh, for a lot of money as well. I think uh, $1.5 million. Um, so what was the difference between the two? So they sold one for two million and one for one point five, or would they just not call each other? What was the situation? Yeah, no, the, for, they were both like one point five million. That's what it was. The LeBron, okay. the so, LeBron so one was two point four. All right, so LeBron was two point four million. Tom Brady was one point five at both houses. So is there a any 1. sort 4 of like at one and one point five at the other? The other two million dollar card was a, a fifty two Mickey Mantle card. That's what I was thinking of. So what are these like? Is it do you, is it like a bunch of people in like tuxedos with like they lift up paddles and do the whole thing, or is it just uh, no, a bunch it's, of? It's just it's completely online. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe there are people in tuxedos at home, but um, it's just it's just bidding online. I do think you can phone in, but uh, it's it's just on the internet. And who's buying this stuff? Who's who's the audience for this kind of stuff? I, you know, in some cases, it's these platforms, these fractional platforms um, that are looking to acquire more assets, but it's also, um, you know, just rich collectors with a lot of money to burn. Um, and I think that especially at the higher end for the, for the blue chip things, you get people reading about these results and seeing how much these things have appreciated in value over the last year and they want in. So, I mean, what, what, what you like to write about a lot, uh, what I enjoy reading is it's basically like these, this idea that the, the platforms are buying these things. They're getting them appraised, uh, by just a kind of like a reputable appraiser. And then they're, then they're, then they're putting them up for uh, fractional investing at a much higher price to a degree that's almost, it's a little bit, crazy right so you basically can get something for 1.5 million put it up for 2 million and uh and you can instantly make profit in certain cases is i that, mean mm -hmm. so one of the, one of the ipos that is coming out tomorrow um not not from this auction and not from sports cards or anything but it's this megalodon jaw tomorrow meaning friday friday the 29th um this megalodon jaw that is coming out at rally road um 
you know, it's like the, the biggest shark of all time, right? There was that Jason Statham movie a few years ago about it. Uh, I mean, not a documentary, obviously, but, you know, it's a giant prehistoric shark. And Rally Road is IPOing this jaw, quote unquote, um, with all these fossilized teeth. It's, it's not a real jaw. It's like a reconstructed jaw. And then they stuck 184 of these teeth in there. Uh, well, they didn't, but whoever sold it to them did. And they paid $450,000 for it, uh, took a 130000 plus sourcing fee, and are now offering it at $600,000. Um, so that's the kind of thing you're talking about where there's this markup, and I think investors need to look at that because in some cases there's barely any markup at all, depending on the site and the asset. And in some cases, like with this asset, which I assume is very, very difficult to transport and store and all of that, um, you know, you're paying, you're paying a premium to be able to buy shares in it, which when, well, when the market, when the markup is not very much, you know, you can justify paying a premium because it's the only way you're going to get exposure to an asset, right? If you don't have $2 million to buy a Mickey Mantle card, your only way to invest in that is through these sites. And so you can understand paying a small premium for that opportunity. Um, you know, and in some cases, it's, it's certainly worth it. Um, but in, in this case, I, I don't believe it is because it's a, a huge... Yeah, this is, a like, huge, this is like a piece of folk art. Yeah, it's a huge, <laughs> it's a huge premium. And it's not even... To me, not even that cool because it's just a bunch of teeth um, that they stuck in a, you know, a piece of plastic or whatever it is. Yeah, it looks like it looks like some guy just like was like, here, I'm going to make the jaw and then I'm going to dig up a bunch of things in like South Carolina yep, and exactly slap them into happened. the yeah. slap them into the jaw, which is, I guess. But so so it. In this case, what am I what am I looking at if I'm trying to if I wanted to invest? Would I just want to invest in the the fact that this is a mega lowdown jaw and I like I like dinosaurs or whatever? Or is it? I mean, a, I think that there, there's there... there's definitely an element to that. I think that with Rally, they they have a lot of these like cool items. Like they had a, a, a Triceratops skull. They have the Declaration of Independence, which I think you wrote about. They have, you know, the Federalist Papers. They have the control stick from Apollo 11 that Buzz Aldrin used. You know, so they have these kind of like flashy items that I think get them get press and are interesting and attract investors who are like, oh, whoa, I want to I want to buy one ten thousandth of a Triceratops skull. You know. Um, but if, if you were looking at it from a purely, you know, investor standpoint, you're looking to see if there are any, you know, a lot of these are very unique items, but you want to look to see if there are any comparable sales, like what are these things going for? And in this case, there are other kind of reconstructed jaws out there. Um, the, the only one that I could find that sold, sold about in 2012 for a little over $60,000. It was smaller, had a... Uh, 138 teeth uh, so a little bit a little bit smaller fewer but you know for 10 percent of the price um and then more recently there was one that went up for sale in 2017 but didn't even get to the reserve price of 40,000 um so i'm not sure where the 600,000 is coming from um you can buy these teeth are everywhere on the internet there's so many sites that sell these teeth yeah, and, I just I just found a bunch of Etsy for like it's yeah. like fourteen hundred bucks for like a gigantic one. Yeah, so you can you, some of these teeth are are very 
long, like apparently above six inches long and you get a premium and there's 31 of those in this jaw. And, you know, you can get, depending on the quality, right? There are some that are like perfect quality and perfect color or whatever, um, not chipped. And those go for between a thousand and up to $7,000. Um, so, you know, you can maybe squint and see that those 31 teeth individually are worth, you know, $150,000, um, the if they're all perfect quality high-end. But, you know, we can't see them, right? They're, they're not showing us close-ups of all 184 teeth, nor would you really want to break it down that way. Um, and then you look at the, if there's 150 other teeth, and some of these teeth are, you know, maybe 1000 bucks, maybe even cheaper. Um so you can kind of see where Rally got that $450,000 price if they're paying like top end prices. But then you're thinking to yourself, how do you get that from 450 to, to 600? And I just don't see that. So, so you're saying don't buy into this, uh, into this tooth experience. I'm not, I'm, what am I supposed to say? This is not investment <laughs> advice. <laughs> this is not investment advice. This is not investment if advice. You like, if you like teeth, this if is one way really to go. Into, I, it's not a dinosaur. It's a shark. So there you go. Yeah, it's a show. Oh, yeah, big, big old shark. Uh, so I think the other thing that we need to talk about very specifically today in terms of collectibles, digital collectibles, we have to talk about this McRib. Did you see this today? Uh, I saw it. Yeah. It, so, uh, so, yeah. So, you, you, so what they're doing, McDonald's has basically minted NFTs of the McRib sandwich, uh, which I believe is a McRib floating inside of a golden environment that is probably digitally uh, created. I don't believe that they've actually made this environment. Uh, and they're giving it away between November 1st and November 7th. And by November 12th, they're going to pick 10 fans, 10 lucky fans to own the McRib NFT. Um, now, A, are you, well, you're a vegetarian, so we can't even ask you this question. I'm a, I'm a pescatarian. To be pedantic. You, well, I mean, who knows what's inside a McRib? So you could feasibly eat the McRib. Yeah, there might not even trouble. be there might not even be meat in that thing. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's like it's like, or it could be just megalodon guts or whatever. Yeah. Who knows what they put in that thing? Uh, what's what's your take on the NFT thing? And 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 should people really really uh, work hard to access this uh, this giveaway because this might go up in value, right? I mean, I think that. It's going to get a lot of press, right? <laughs> it's going to get a lot of press. It's McDonald's. It's a huge thing. They're going to hype it. So, yeah, and because they're only giving it to a handful of people, like, there's, there's going to be scarcity. There's going to be demand. It's going to be, I mean, it's silly, but a lot of, a lot of, the, NFT, a lot of the NFT stuff is silly, and a lot of, you know, when you, when you break it down, a lot of collectibles is silly. It's, it's about tapping into some abstract notion of, of what, what is valuable and why, you know, whether it's for nostalgic purposes or because you really covet something that is rare because, you know, ultimately a sports card is just a piece of cardboard with a picture on it. Right. So there's no reason that NFTs can't serve the same kind of function. And for whatever reason, and I, I think I had a McRib like 25 years ago and thought it was really disgusting, but for whatever reason, people really like this thing and it has this weird cultural cachet of being rare, right? Like it, it, it only comes out at limited times and whatever. Uh, it's almost impossible to even find in the actual McDonald's. Yeah. So I think 
I think that, you know, if you're one of the lucky people, you're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make money for you. I don't think that it's really something you can invest in. I probably wouldn't buy it after... Uh, yeah, from somebody. I wonder who what the tax it. implications of that are. Like, what what McDonald's? We have to, we have to, we need to bring on some uh, collectibles lawyers. We need to bring all kinds of stuff on this podcast. Yeah, I have, I have anything no that idea. people should, yeah, anything should people should people should be looking at uh, next week in terms of uh, collectibles. So this weekend, um, well, two things. This weekend, collectible the fractional platform is IPOing a shoeless Joe Jackson card from 1915, 1916. Um, it is going up Saturday, the 30th. Um, it's at a market cap of a little under 90,000. Uh, you know, obviously shoeless Joe Jackson is sort of a mythical figure in baseball. Um, people know him from field of dreams and there was just that field of dreams game, uh, this year. Uh, I'm not sure how much relevance he has to like the younger generations, but yeah, exactly. But he is, it, he is one of the the people that people know because of his the Black Sox and being banned from baseball. Um, the thing I wanted to highlight about this card is it's graded a PSA eight, but it's OC, which means off center. And if you were to look at it, you can see why. I mean, the the picture is is way off center, and so a lot of people who don't know a lot about these collectibles are going to see, oh, PSA 8, that's like really high. You know, you can see that some PSA 8s sold for 70,000, 80,000 a couple of years ago, so it's got to be higher than this 90,000. But but with the OC, it, it cuts into its value a lot. You know, the, the general rule of thumb is that an off-center grade knocks the overall grade down by at least two. So this PSA 8 off-center is more like a PSA 6. And you know, there was a PSA six that sold about a year ago for 15,000. And I, I don't think that it has six X since then. Um, it's hard, it's hard because there haven't been any sales in 2021 of this card. Uh, but I think it's just important not to, not to be fooled by, by seeing this as a PSA eight. All right. All right. So there you have it this weekend. Look for shoeless Joe. Uh, we're going to be doing this podcast every Friday, uh, putting it out, getting, uh, we, if you have any input, just, uh, just email me, john.biggs at withvincent.com. What's your email now, Adam? Adam.cats? Uh, Adam.cats at withvincent.com. Yeah. Um, if you have any requests or any commentary, or if you wanted to join us on the show, uh, our goal is just to basically figure this out, uh, alongside, uh, the readers, right? Yeah. So this has been uh, Vincent Collectors. I'm John Biggs. Adam Katz. And we will see you next week.